0: Hi, my name's Clark Reynolds, a.k.a. The Blind Braille Artist. And my name's Steve Baker, and I'm Just Good Company. Together, we create the podcast Art Sight. We're travelling along the South Coast for an Arts Council funded project to explore what audio description is. As an artist myself who's blind, I like to experience the art like it was intended. So Steve creates that for me. This feels like Quentin Blake.
1: <laughs> it does. You've got a Quentin Blake esque character flying above. There's so many.
0: This, this artwork reminds us of all the kind of a lot of artwork we've seen on our travels. The, 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 the outsider artists, if you make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Remember the felt tip guy? Yeah. Helen.
1: Teller. Yeah, beautiful. And so this is a, a f- somebody. It's all, so the pieces, once again, it's really large, and it's uh,
0: It's a print, isn't it? It's looks not like a,
1: Yeah, it's a print or a v- like a vinyl. On, onto vinyl, I think, onto the onto wall. So it's big, once again, like three. All of, a lot of the pieces are, are large in here, aren't they? They've got the space for it. So three or four meters across, you know, once again, similar sort of high. It's not square, it's rectangular, and it's all in blue and black. The whole thing is just one color of blue, which is kind of quite navy and then the outlines are black. You've got a whole landscape of what looks like a city of trees. So lots of trees in between in connecting roundabouts. And very naive, naivety about it. Yeah.
0: You know, How do you draw a tree? How do you draw a car?
1: Yeah. How do you draw a roundabout as a child? Exactly it's... like that. So the tree, the tree uh, trunks are just two lines going up and then each of the trees are just squiggles which are all the way round and there's lampposts which is the same, just a line going up and then all of them are coloured in the blue. They're all coloured in. It uh, could
0: be a crayon, it could be a felt tip. Yeah. Very rushly done.
1: Yeah, it's all oh. and not staying inside the lines. <laughs> uh, but mostly it's it's quite white, you know. The background is all there, it's all white. So it's just the background hasn't been filled in, it's just the background of the paper. And then the very top horizon ends. And there's one large character that's probably about a third of the size of the whole width, which um, which is one f- female character. Maybe Did young you, person. I, I it don't feels know like young person flying above the whole thing. Just soaring over. It's probably representative of a dream we've all had, right? Yes.
0: Yes, and obviously the roundabouts is one of those ones, you know, you can't get off a roundabout, you know, you're constantly going round and round and roundabout. Um, And you're just trying to get somewhere, it feels like you can't get anywhere because the interlocking roundabouts, you can't,
1: there's no way out. No, and the cars are on every, there's lots of, every inch of road has got a car. So there's the same sort of illustrations, childlike illustrations of cars. It's everything coloured. Is there
0: nothing, not one, you know, I know the roads aren't coloured, but is there any trees or cars not, I've missed out?
1: No, every tree. Maybe one or two. Actually, one or two of the trees up there aren't coloured. Just the very tops of the trees. You forgot? It could well be that just, they just, they just they, forgot. I can't. Um, I. I can't imagine a reason for those three. There's three trees I can see that that haven't been coloured. It's all in blue, which makes do you know? feel sombre. Yeah. Also, do you know when if you have? A, I mean, I don't know about dreams or. Oh, there's the original over there. Ah, there you go. So the original is a lot smaller in a frame. It's just, just A3 size, isn't it? Yeah, it looks uh, actually slightly... So it's A2, I think, landscape. And it's, yeah, you can see now it's probably in pen. What do you prefer? Do you prefer the, the larger version or, or the
0: actual original?
1: I actually prefer the original. And, and you get a sort of sense of how small it is a better sense of the small trees. You know, you know, when you go up in a really tall building and you look down, I think you get a better sense of that from and the that's smaller trees. And this girl
0: is, is kind of representing. She's looking down on, I presume, a nightmare. It feels like a nightmare instead of a, a pleasant dream.
1: It feels quite tranquil though, the blue.
0: Ah, for me, the, the idea I of that kind off. of, cutting all those trees in such a quick, quicker mess, it's like, I, I want to get out of here. I want to get out of here quickly. Could be. I don't know these, you know, and obviously she you, you can't because she's stuck on these roundabouts.
1: I'm assuming it's a she. I don't know why. I, I don't know she, why either. I perceive
0: either. it's a woman artist. Um, and that's, a that's woman the,
1: character. Yeah. They've got no shoes on, so it's like they've flown out of their in their the beds in their pyjamas and they're flying over the sky. The other pieces, I'm assuming, by the same artist, are all in that, in one colour as well. So the quickly have a, have a look at these as well. So the one on the right-hand side there is um, is a vase, vase shaped, traditional vase shaped. Greek,
0: Greek, Greek.
1: Greek vase, yeah, with the sort of gourd nature of it. And in so- the pattern on it is a, kit, a cat. Lots of cats that have been, once again, in that pen, black pen. And this one's all colored in one color other than that, which is pink. All these cats, colored in pink, very simple. and that, Cats Have got a very simplistic expression on their face. Just imagine that two dots, a dot for the nose, a line down, two other lines. Couple of whiskers, and you're done. And
0: you're
1: done. And and fact fact it's all, they don't, don't
0: strained into the vase shape. Yeah. Nothing's overlapped with the vase. So there is, no. even though the colouring is very aggressive, the, the, the detail to make sure everything is in that vase is spot on.
1: Yeah, inside the vase is perfect. And then some of it inside, like there's lots of cats, probably 50 different little cats. Some spaces, some not.
0: It does feel very
1: dreamlike. There's, there's a kind of dream-esque drawing. Because of that one color, I don't know about, once again, talking about my own dreams, I mean, it's difficult to, to understand somebody else's dream, but sometimes I dream in color. Sometimes it feels like some of the colors are missing. This feels like there's just one color in this dream. Almost like you're you're excluded.
0: And it's amazing how colours, how we perceive colour, how does it make us feel. Mm. You know, obviously the pink cats and pink is like quite a, quite a joyful, energetic colour.
1: Yeah. These cats. I mean, I don't know. Cats generally have got quite a sort of sad face shape. You
0: know,
1: even, yeah. even if they're, they're happy. Angry creatures, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I like to think my cat, uh, Costco, he, he, uh, he's got a smiley little they're, face they're before, he bi- a cat. before he bites me. I describe. love the cats, no, man. I'm, I'm a, I am a cat. You should know that. No, I suppose I'm a guide dog. Should we take a look at the yeah. artist? All right, so it's two artists. Benjamin Phillips and Amy Fenton. Oh, that's um,
0: interesting.
1: Yeah, so the one, the, the main one yeah. we described is called Flying Over Beijing Stoke, digital wallpaper. Beijing Stoke, it's
0: only just like
1: the road. Yeah, and the last one is called Cat Vars. There's a couple of others. No, there's there, Beijing
0: Stoke known for its
1: roundabouts. roundabouts.
0: I thought Milton Keynes would have been. I didn't know Beijing Stoke, we'd have, have to look but that one up.
1: I think, well, maybe, yeah. But maybe, I've yeah. never seen a duet uh, artwork. No, how they've. So it'd be interesting to know. Let's have a read. So Benjamin Phillips and Amy Fenton have been working collaboratively since summer 2021. Amy is neurodiverse and has a complex set of needs. Benjamin and Amy's drawing sessions provide a tranquil space for creativity and communication. Benjamin draws in pen, while Amy simultaneously injects color to the work. The subject matter is varied and form of a visual diary where autobiography, current affairs and dreams merge. Wow, we got a- that. We, di- got the dream. Got we got the <laughs> dream, we got the dream, we got the dream. Amy's mother Jill believes that Amy's moral and, moral and communication have increased morale sorry, and communication have increased and her seizures decrease since they started working together. Benjamin says that their collaboration has been beneficial to his mental health, giving him space to process past traumas. In the work Flying Over Basingstoke, he reflects on the experience of his mother's time in psychiatric institutions where she was a child and adolescent wow isn't it strange we don't go out initially to sit out and find different artists we don't
0: like the word disability but different artists and yet we, we seem to find them there uh, and i don't know maybe it's the way of the art seems more precious to us because they're different artists maybe i'll get quite emotional because we've gone on this journey this is the last one and yet we found this great thread and and uh, what we're doing this podcast for is to break down barriers you know the audio description can be powerful if you physically look at the artwork and discuss it with your friend and stitch you yeah i mean we found out about the dreams just by delving into our own psyche and how it made us feel
1: yeah and in some respects probably helping us in our own mental health
0: it's a, they're powerful pieces
1: it's I, and the
0: description adds it more power but we, we found the power without needing that piece of writing.
1: I think making art collaboratively as well, which has come out of that, is something which I think is quite a powerful thing to do. We did that, I we, uh, we went to Hastings, Project Artworks, there was that collaboration as well, wasn't there? Yeah.
0: And for them to be noticed together, I think, is a powerful thing. It's not yeah. just Amy, Amy's work, it's both of them mm. together, which adds so much energy to the art.
1: And each of the artists is getting something and giving something forward as well. I bet she
0: was so proud. Uh, I can see that when she came to the View viewing that and her, to see her piece, and they've actually decided to blow up this one as well, which I suppose she made uh, so thoughtful. So she's probably thinking now, Mummy, where do I put this one in the home? Oh, well, you don't know how old she is. Well,
1: yeah, well, ne- well you're going to yeah. need a big house for that one. Yeah, that'd be but, the wallpaper in the bedroom now. I mean, so we, we have collaborated a couple of times with our art, haven't we, on different projects in different ways. And I don't know, the process of collaboration in itself is quite interesting because you have to be sympathetic to the other person's process.
0: I think being a great artist is about collaboration. You can never do anything on your own. It's it's impossible. Um, and it's really interesting. I think we should look uh, probably in one of these cases, I think. Okay, really, let's
1: take a look in this
0: case. Yeah, just uh, something really different, really, you know.
1: Yeah, so really? this is, a, so yeah, we've zoomed right into a, a few little sculptures. Let's see if I can describe them. So inside this case, which you <laughs> can't see, can't touch on I mean, it, which is fair enough, because they look quite delicate. There's four different sculptures, all very small. Reminds me of the work of... Um, like a miniaturist. What's his, what's our friend's name from Fabrica?
0: Oh, uh, Mohammed.
1: Mohammed, yeah. Mohammed, yes. Mohammed's lovely, lovely miniature sculptures. And uh, so the first one I'm going to describe is quite simple. so like a little bottle with a dark, looks like a dark grey bottle. Is it
0: made or is it a found object that they've turned into something else?
1: I think these are all made and it looks like they're made out of wood. So it's been carved out of wood. It's a sort of a small bottle with a, you know the old milk bottles before, so a wide bottle, then the funnel, the, the neck comes in and it goes up and then it goes out a little bit at yeah. the top. And at the top it's, so the, the whole bottle is is sort of a, is a dark grey, and then the top of this one is a yellow. So I don't know if that represents the contents of what's in the bottle. It's
0: interesting these, these objects are, are, are displayed in a certain way, hence why there's a, a you know, a big crate box over it so that no one can touch it. So yeah,
1: so they're obviously... And this one's right at the front to the right of a, of a probably a foot square plinth. And then to the right of that, there looks is what looks like another bottle. This one's got a wide base, like a, as if it was a clay molded kind of uh vessel, which comes up to the top, and then the, the very top bits like it's it's cork or, or it's very top neck of the bottle, which is red. So it's all grey. It, it, These are really pop- tiny things. I mean, this is only no about, bigger than your thumb. Yeah, which is like a couple of inches, if that.
0: So it's like a little diorama. Someone's. Yeah. Again, we're going from Dreamlike over there, and this feels like a Dreamlike state, a collective of someone's
1: brain displayed. It could, it's, there's only four things in it. There's quite yeah. a lot of space it, 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 in this can, brain. Yeah, can
0: tantalize is doesn't it?
1: And then, then the, the little, little sculptures get a little bit more detailed, and the third looks like a little table. So a t- table has been carved. The base comes up sort of like a, an hourglass shape, and then the top of the table is sort of the top of the hourglass, and it's cut off and that's all green. And what's displayed on it looks, uh, so it's a hexagon shape and a little dome on top of it. So it's looking like like it's some kind of bowl or sculpture on a table. And then the last piece looks like a much more ornate display. So the table itself has got very ornate legs on the bottom. You know, the are sort of brass-type legs. I think it's actually So this is
0: definitely a found object from, from some kind of... They've never been able to... It feels like it's old piece and they've upcycled it.
1: It could have upcycled it. They could have made that. I, you know, it's not beyond the realms of making. You know, someone made it. And so it's got three legs, which are sort of ornate carp, brass sort of legs. And on top of that, once again, the table is one... This time it's an octagon. The top of it, but it's actually a couple of inches thick. So you've got this sort of leg setting, a couple of inches thick, and the color is is cyan, painted over, and that top part is wood. And on top of that table, there's once again another mini sculpture, which, you know, from a shape perspective, is like a light bulb, on its side. Oh, uh, do you know what? You know, you're describing
0: it an hexagonal thing. It, I thought it was a lampshade.
1: Well, it could be, yeah, it could be. And the
0: light bulb is literally
1: sat on top. Sat on top. I think that's just, uh, so there's actually a sketch of, of that last part I described uh, on the wall behind, which has kind of got, it's got looks like it's got a like, little, it, it, yeah, it could be a lampshade, and it looks like it's got an electrical circuit, which says switch, and it says light, and it says, I can't quite read that, uh, so it's like a switch and a light, so it's just, yeah, it's looking so like So all those
0: components have something to do with, the, with that light, the main light. You know, you said that little table could be some kind of wiring, and, they, you know, it feels like they're all connected, but they don't feel connected.
1: Each of those four, that, you know, like I this. can't imagine a connection between them. But this one last sketch, which is... The thing about this sketch is it's been painted beautifully or shaded beautifully, so... It feels old, but it's not, is it? No, but the, the way and the piece of paper that has been sketched on is like a, a, a square lined piece of paper and the whole equation has been scribbled out like someone was working something out and in actual fact the pape, paper's like it's been ripped out of a been, sketch. It's
0: been folded or, and, had, folded and kept
1: and folded and kept and worked on and you know it's all scruffy like it, ultimately it was just sort of finished and cast aside so it's a, it's kind of it gives it that sort of you know inventor kind of vibe um should you have to have a look at yeah because this is the most bizarre eclectic piece of sculpture it's difficult to see the context all through so maybe there is a line somewhere yeah i don't know if i'm going to pronounce this correctly but dana lee recollected oil paint on pen on paper and then dismantled and backdrop i think that's this one Lee's work springs from an urge to unearth and preserve history and memories. This motivation came after his grandfather experienced severe memory loss caused by stroke. His grandfather became unable to to grasp language, understanding the function and perception of objects, or recognize familiar faces.
0: Hmm. That idea of losing memory, so that the The light bulb being taken out of the actual mechanism, you know, a light bulb. When we think about that, thinks of like the ideas, it's the yeah. idea emblem. Take that away, and just you know, you know someone it's... with dementia. I think it has that ability to have ideas anymore. The memory is gone. The light bulb is missing.
1: The light bulb's in the wrong place. Yeah. So they can't. It's not a functioning circuit. But when people
0: look at this, they would never, unless they they read that piece of paper, they wouldn't have kind of delved into it as what we've done.
1: No. and we've taken
0: time to look at something that's probably the most smallest thing in this exhibition yeah we've seen some huge works
1: yeah considering huge how works. huge the floor pieces the wall pieces this there's it's very easy to, to to walk around in this place
0: I think those those other pieces you said I think this is part of the same artist
1: yeah so those different collective different things they sort of different images that are overlaying some of it's that. like a memory board painted. Yeah, memory board, and that last piece there—it definitely. I mean, that definitely makes a reference to sort of something being ripped out of the middle, doesn't it? It's like so that looks like a Polaroid of someone putting a bottle. His grandfather's memories. And uh, and, the, and the the Polaroid's ripped through the middle, so you can see through to the back. So this does have a much much more uh, obvious reference to sort of a form of connection to a person or a memory. Um, It's like the idea that
0: I did in my one, the journey by dots. The hidden memories within those pieces.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so it's a picture of... um, The front poloid picture looks like it's got a glass of water and through that water you can see someone's sort of feet and hands reaching down. But right above that, the the, the top of the, the, the jar of water is ripped ripped a hole in that polaroid so you can see through behind to what looks like the same person the same person in the background which is another painting sort of it's like um, that inception type thing so you're looking through a painting to another painting painting to another painting it's
0: the detail is is astronomical isn't it yeah it's really you feel like you can rip that photo off to find out what's underneath yeah find out what's behind that one
1: and you can't quite tell if it's the photo behind or if there's another hole and it's the photo behind that um but it's the same character but you never see their face so you can see half like an ear and there's a there's a dog down here so there's a relationship with a an animal looks you like. said about the
0: jar the jar's interesting like the jar is something as if he was a newborn baby as such
1: yeah yes yeah, so there's the jar the the legs there's some sort of the reflection through the jar you can see these feet without any clothes or shoes on and the hands reaching down into the water, yeah. So maybe the water represents the memories, maybe. Yeah.
0: A really really weird, you would not have thought that that sculpture was part of this collective, the same voice.
1: No, but these two pieces fit together. You can really see it, can't you? Those two, best of all, the sculptures only connect because it's the same, you know, you can see that that small sketch is that these two look slightly separate. But you see
0: how, the way the artist is is using its their mediums to explain a message, a narrative. Mm. So, but they're different, completely different people. Mm. That's what it feels like.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's very in- sort of interesting. You could spend a long time pondering these different layers and photos overlaying and on that particular one. It's sort of drawing me, in that hole in the middle is really well done.
0: It it's interesting the way you said about that poop being uh, torn and folded as a memory put in the back pocket it 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 feels like this has that same quality that you want to just fold it and put it in your back pocket
1: yeah thanks for joining us for this episode if you'd like to find out more about the special baker reynolds method of audio description or you'd like to know more about art insight you can find us on instagram at art insight podcast Till next time